0: It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more.
1: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today.
0: Hey, hey, you are listening to the Brown Girl Self Care Podcast. My name is Bree Mitchell. I am the host of the show. As well as the founder of Brown Girls Self-Care. This is your first time tapping in. I just want to welcome you. If you've been here for a while, thanks for coming back. Here we talk about really any everything pertaining to self-care for black women. Just want to see us all get to where the healing resides and where we feel more accepting of ourselves, more self-love, more whole, like all of these beautiful things, right? That we are deserving of. So as I want to continue to do. When I remember, I want to invite you to slow down while you listen to this episode. Let's spend some time together. Make some tea, go grease your scalp, do do something, girl. Just go and have several seats while we dive into today's topic. Now, I do want to say off the top that my neighbor's dog decided to start barking literally as I decided to record this episode. So, you may or may not hear that like he's barking right now. I don't know if that's picking up or not. So um, I don't believe in perfectionism. So I'm going to just keep it rolling. All right. All right. So I want to talk about today productivity. I feel like productivity has become a whole scam. I mean, I don't know if that's how you feel, but that's definitely definitely how I feel. And so I want to just get into that topic of what it means to be productive here as a black woman, at least from my perspective. And um, I want to give you some, really some things that I feel like will help us to be unproductive. Because, I mean, that for me is self-care, right? And maybe you'll understand why after I define what productivity is. So this is according to the dictionary, okay? What is productivity? Productivity means the quality, state, or fact of being able to generate, create, or bring forth goods and services. So to me that's like aka productivity has been fully colonized so everything we do must be monetized or of importance um or used to someone else in order for us to be valuable that that's what that reads that that's what it's giving to me that's what it feels like to me so if not like if, if we don't if we're not productive we are labeled as terrible we're labeled as lazy we're labeled as unmotivated you know unmotivated these less than civilized members of society in essence so let let me give you an example (laughs) so tell me you're black without telling me you're black so unless you were like sick back in the day resting in leisure time like that was just not it that was just not it it was not always acceptable when there were things to be done around the house like rest well what's that and if you know, you know, there was always something to be done around the house. Like, what, what happened on the weekend in the morning when your dad or your mom put music on and you heard, like, clanging around, like, dishes and stuff in the other room or in the kitchen? You already know what that is. You knew that sleep time or video game time or whatever was over and <laughs> that it was time to get up be productive, start cleaning up. Like don't, don't have somebody come into the bedroom and tell, and have to tell you it's time to get up and start cleaning. Right. Right. So all kidding aside, right. Listen, I just got tired of being productive. I just like, I I don't know. I, maybe I'm just in this phase of life where I'm just like, I'm just over it. I'm just, I'm just over it. I don't and I and I, like I don't want to labor for hours doing something that I loathe just because, just be just so I can survive. Like I don't I don't want to do that. That to me is not living. That to me is not life. And this is why I quit my job in twenty nineteen. Like the way that my mental health <laughs> is set up, it was a huge no for me. But it took a long time for me to get to that place where um, I was how can I explain it? Like, it just took me a long time to get to that place. And so this was after years and years and years, decades, really. I would say maybe like 2, 2.5 decades of feeling like that, the stress of that resistance. So it was a no for me for a very long time, but I couldn't identify like why it didn't, why it just didn't feel good for me. I'm not saying that all work has to be like, You know what, I'm just going to say this. I feel like this is going to be a cussing episode. So if you're not in a place to hear a cussing episode, I'm just giving you that warning now. I just want to be real with you and talk how I talk, right? Um, But it was just like a huge no for me after feeling the stress of that resistance. And honestly, I forgot what I was going to say. But I have a feeling I will be coming back to that. And there was a cuss word involved there somewhere. Plus, there are probably other cuss words coming as well. But that's just how I roll. So I'll circle back to that. But, um, yeah, I quit my job in 2019. That's not a shocker, right? I've shared that story several times here on the podcast. But I feel like the world is still caught up, I mean, obviously, in, in productivity, though. Let's be real. It's impossible to not be unless you maybe live off-grid, isolated from society. Uh, I just saw a YouTube video of someone that these guys went to a cabin like way up on this mountaintop, um, and I thought that was actually pretty cool. They stayed there for like two days, and so kind of made me think about doing something like that to escape this whole notion of in order to survive, in order to be deemed as a valuable member of society, you have to labor. You have to be productive in a way that doesn't necessarily feel good for you. Unless you have that privilege, um, maybe you're wealthy and just the way you're family dynamic is set up, you are able to pursue things that feel good for you and you don't have necessarily the cares that maybe the everyday person has. There are people like that, right? Maybe maybe you are one of those people. But most of us, that that's just not what it is. That's just not what it is. And so when I was Googling how I thought about this like being unproductive thing, um, I was Googling something and I came across some real titles all having to do with productivity and I was just like you know what this is just this is just too much so I'm going to read some of these titles to you the I you literally cannot make these up (laughs) these are real titles from Google they're either like YouTube videos or articles that someone has written about all about being productive right how does this one sound how to be more productive when you are depressed Hmm. Three hacks to be more productive. Six ways you can practice self-care to increase productivity. Like, that one really, like, I just wanted to punch somebody after I read that one. Six ways you can practice self-care to increase productivity. Why do the two need to mesh Right, I really hated that one the most. Actually, I think it was a tie between that one and the one about being more productive while you're depressed. Um, here are a few more. Self care isn't just good for you; it's also good for your productivity. That was from Forbes. Someone wrote that on Forbes. <laughs> um, another one was productive morning routines. Like that is. So you, if you've listened to the show at least a few times, you know, I always say how I end up going down the rabbit hole. As a lifelong learner, I watch different things. And so I'm on YouTube a little bit throughout the day, just looking like how I found the guys that hiked up this mountain and found the the, the cabin and they stayed there for two days. Like I just like learning about different things when it comes to like life and balance and and a variety of things. I also watch makeup videos (laughs) and I'm probably the least makeup wearing person in the world but whatever. I digress. Um, But there's this big trend. I know you've seen it if you've been on YouTube and you um, look up things regarding like self-care or just different things right? Where people influencers you know have these beautifully curated videos and they talk about their morning, their productive, quote-unquote, productive morning routines. And it shows some of the things that they do. And, um, yeah, there's a lot of those. Um, Another title was 100X Your Productivity. Doesn't that sound like very masculine and, like, if you don't do this thing, I will kill you? Kind of, like, the the title just sounds so forceful. Um, Again, 100X Your Productivity. So I guess, like... 90x isn't good enough, 50x isn't good enough, 10x is for damn sure not good enough. I want you to 100x this thing that you are doing and probably killing yourself to do. We're going to take it from a level 1 to a level 100, okay? 100x your productivity. And being real with you, I feel like titles like this one usually are created by men. And I'm going to tell you like this, in support of black women everywhere, hear me when I say you better not ever try to 100x not a damn thing or even 10x your productivity, okay? And, yes, I am being bossy right now and trying to tell you how to live your life, all right? So what? (laughs) But, I mean, we get it. We exist in a society that prioritizes, like, getting stuff done, like doing all the things. We've talked about that here before, right? This This is not anything... New and to be quite frank, I'm surprised that there isn't a video called "How to Take a Productive Poop." <laughs> or maybe there is. I don't. I don't know. I didn't check. But now that I'm thinking about it, I bet you there probably is a way to take a productive poop. And I just imagine it. it. It involves you're you're on the toilet. You are um, organizing your calendar on your phone. And what else can you do while you're there? You're Listening to a podcast and um, hey, are you are you pooping right now? Okay, let me get off this subject. Okay, I'm being a little silly right now. All right, but I can tell you that being less productive, it, it definitely comes with a price for everybody. And and it's like no matter how wealthy or less wealthy you may be, there it it comes with a price. For me, it was. A loss of of income of course and of course what what makes the world go around money so that meant my finances and really everything associated with finances took a hear me when I say this and stress this because I don't feel like this is talked about enough all right everybody in them streets that or how about this I'll say that there are people in these influencer streets that are faking the funk okay this ain't, that ain't it. You, what? <laughs> That's not it with me. But um, hear me when I say this. My finances, like, I took a ginormous <laughs> hit that I am just now starting to see a recovery from, right? But here's the thing, though. I could have definitely left my 9 to 5 with less debt, debt than I did. But as it turns out, I had accumulated debt by purchasing stuff that I absolutely did not need. I did not need this stuff, y'all. And that's one of the reasons why of, of many that I have been moving towards this minimalistic lifestyle, like stuff I didn't even need. I had to work more to try to pay for all this stuff because I didn't have the money to just, you know, buy this $300 bag or um, this new car or or things like that. So it's like you, or I, this is what I did. It was I, I was putting myself into this endless cycle, and then when I paid something down, y'all, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm gonna keep it real with you. I would pay something down, and then guess what? I had an opportunity to lessen my debt, because when you have less debt, to me, you have more freedom. And I know that there's a conversation in there with entrepreneurs that you know, there is a such thing as like good debt and things like that. But I ain't talking about that. This this ain't that convers- this ain't that conversation. Okay. This ain't this ain't that. Okay. Uh but then when I would pay something down and I had an opportunity, like I was saying, to lessen my debt. What did, what did your girl do? What what did I do? I bought more stuff <laughs> I didn't need. Like make it make sense. I bought more stuff that I didn't need. And I'm sharing that with you because, or like, like that's my reasoning for this is because, you know, I had low self-esteem. So your knowledge may vary on that one, but, um, you know, I lived, started to love myself more, and I learned. So capitalism doesn't work without consumerism, and trust me, like, we're in a capitalistic society, and I was doing my best to make sure that all the companies I knew of stayed afloat, <laughs> okay? <laughs> like, all of the companies, I was keeping them in business just with my my <laughs> little cycles that I was in. But my point of saying that was when I had the opportunity, because when you don't have a lot of debt, you have more opportunity or maybe let's just say more privilege to leave your job with a little less stress or a lot less stress than someone that is just like bogged down in financial just this these situations, right? And so I couldn't be less productive at that point because I was so bogged down in debt. Does that make sense? So yeah being less productive definitely comes with a price for everybody. Um, so when that loss of income hit, that debt, it is just a whole. It was just a whole situation, and you know I'm not really having the time to talk about it on this podcast. I don't want to make the podcast episode too long. Y'all know I love to talk, but um, yeah, that w- that was a very real situation for me. So anyway, back to what I was saying. When you are not wealthy, which Let's be real, many of us are marginalized people, and no, we are not wealthy like that, okay? Uh, But when you are not wealthy and no longer in a place where you are producing for consumption, you literally have no benefit in society. That's what it feels like. You have, like, almost absolutely no benefit. You're just basically taking up space. That's, That's how it felt for me. That's how it felt for me. So, for example... Here's a perfect case in point. If you create some art, right, but you don't sell it for consumption, society will have you believe in that because you didn't make it a business and didn't make money off of it, it's, it's trivial. I used to believe this, too. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to keep it real with you. I used to think that, too. Like, everything for me, like, it had to be a business. Everything had to be a business. I cannot tell you how many... Domain names I own. <laughs> this is actually embarrassing. I cannot tell. I'm not, and I'm not gonna tell you, but I cannot tell you how many damn domain names I own, and owned because everything was just like, oh, that's an idea. Oh, that might be a business. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I can't tell you how many things I started because I, though I like doing it or thought I did anyway, um, because I needed money to survive and to be quote unquote. I had to be productive, right? I tried to flip things into like a bit, like I tried to flip almost everything into a business. I remember back in this—I don't even know how many years back this goes. Maybe twenty years ago, I thought I was gonna—I <laughs> thought I was gonna be like a wedding planner. I had—I I did not know anything about wedding planning. Um, and then maybe a little bit before that, I actually went to a college, y'all, and put flyers on a car. Uh, our flyers on cars, letting them know that I typed papers, like I didn't do no research, <laughs> I was just like, well, everything, what can I do to make money, what can I do to make everything, every single little thing I think I know how to do into a business, does that make sense, oh lord, I know, I know you shaking your head over there. I heard an interesting fact, actually. I'm going to read it to you, and it says that according to data supplied by the American Psychiatric Association, um, employees, so going back to like that whole 9-to-5 thing, right? Employees with unresolved depression experience a 35% reduction in productivity, which contributes to a loss to the economy of $210.5 billion in us being absent, Um, reduce, reduce productivity, duh, who can concentrate and be focused when, or not be anxious when you are depressed and, and medical costs. So, you know, this whole thing about being productive, like I said, um, it comes with a price. And unfortunately for a lot of us, that price also includes depression, anxiety, stress, chronic illness. Um, Do I need to go on? Death, right? Productivity is just, I don't know, like it's just not something that I want to be a part of in the way that is, I guess, mainstream anymore, because I don't necessarily see these helpful benefits in my life, if that makes sense. So I'm going to tell you um, a few things I've kind of been thinking about that can help me and you just be a little more unproductive when it comes to just being involved in in these systems and structures, right? So the first thing that I would say is on this quest of us honoring ourselves and and honoring our, our healing and wholeness and taking care of our our health like you got to do things that allow you to temporarily escape from like work slash productivity mode does that make sense and i'm saying this because you know vacation times usually start to happen around this time we're getting towards the end of what 2022 and i know a lot of us have vacation i i really want to implore you to use your vacation time some of us just keep letting that vacation time roll over and over and over. And we promise ourselves, oh, this year I'm going to I'm gonna take that vacation. This year I'm going to do this. This year I'm going to do that. And, and a lot of us, we don't. We don't take our vacation time. We don't even, you know what I mean? Like, we don't take our vacation time. So I just want to implore you to take a vacation. And I'm telling you this now so that you can go ahead in case you haven't put that time in. You can put that time in. Um, use up your days. Take a mental health break. Take a sabbatical, girl. Go do something outside of your normal work mode routine. Um, Change your stuff up, friend. Yes, this is a temporary fix, unless you're at a place where you're ready to risk it all like I did, and I'm not telling you to do that. Um, And no, this isn't an excuse to run away from your responsibilities, like how I went to Atlanta or took that road trip, that spiritual kind of road trip for two weeks. I knew that I was just changing up my routines. So I could have like a break, have some time to think, have some time to focus on myself. So no, it isn't an excuse to run away from your responsibilities. But what this is though is an opportunity again to focus just on you. And you know what happens when you focus just on you? I promise you, start great things start to happen. You start to think creative thoughts. You start to do more reflecting. You give your, cha- your brain a chance to, take a break, you give your body a chance, to take a break from like that automatic like groundhog day feeling. Um, and sometimes you experience moments, little glimmers of, of passion and genius uh, that feed your soul and give you that extra oomph needed to keep exploring ways that make sense for you to feel whole, that give you a chance to explore ways that you can be different. It's hard to be different when you are stuck on the hamster wheel of productivity. Does that make sense? So that's the first thing that I would say. Um, Let's go ahead and take a quick break right here. Okay, so what do Gail Anderson, Oprah Winfrey, and Big Boy have in common? These are three people in media who back in the day showed me that my dreams were possible. These visionaries paved the way for me to take a huge chance on myself by sharing my voice in the podcasting space. Black representation in media didn't happen by chance. We had to fight for the right to be heard, to be seen, to share our stories, and to take up space. Imagine if you could have some of the power, richness, and depth of the Black experience in one curated space. You can. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment, as well as perspective of the culture in real time. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. Conversations ranging from Abbott Elementary to mental health to Tracy Ellis Ross— There is no limit to the range you will find on Black Stories, Black Truths. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. It's okay to be skeptical and to question things that don't quite sound true. Like the time that I was dating someone that was trying to earn cool points, so told me he liked every single TV show that I did, but then couldn't tell me any of the names of the characters on these shows he claimed to love. Like, seriously? All right, now I'm back. So let's go ahead with number two. So number one was um, do things that allow you to just have to have some time away. Second thing that I'm gonna tell you that this is something that I personally do is control your calendar. Don't let your calendar control you. That is a huge way to be unproductive for for you or or maybe productive for you, however you want to say it. Right. Now, one thing that I do, like I don't typically take phone calls for business before 10 a.m. my time, Monday through Friday. And for the most part, I don't do any work for anything, usually on the weekend. Sometimes I do, but I'm I'm really trying to no longer do that. So that might mean I schedule things in advance or whatever. Like, for example, the podcast, I, I need to or I want to start batching them where I'm recording multiple episodes in one day. That way, you know, during the week or the weekend or whatever, I don't have to do anything when it comes to, getting out this this good word to you okay um because just like i am expressing self care is important for you i have to take care of me too does that make sense so we got to figure out ways that make sense for you to control your calendar and i'm not telling you to do these big drastic things please hear me when i say that for all of these little suggestions i'm not talking about big drastic things here that's not always necessary and it's not always achievable and it's not always possible OK, so I don't want you to have that pressure on yourself, but these are just little things that you. I want you to figure out ways that you can make this make sense for you. So, again, control your calendar. Um, so, again, I don't typically take calls for business stuff before 10 a.m. because I'm doing my own thing. I'm not trying to be productive for anybody until I've taken care of my own shit. OK, I'm not trying to be productive for anybody else until I've taken care of me. Uh, I'm, and I get up early in the morning between 5.30 and 6.30 a.m., and I'm not rising early for nobody in the morning. I'm rising early for me, and that wasn't always the case. Again, your mileage may vary. I'm going to say that probably several times. I don't have small kids. My daughter's an adult, So what? so that's a privilege that I have that some of you may not have right now, right? But then another thing is you may have a partner. I don't have a partner. So maybe you don't need to do everything by yourself. You know what I'm trying to say? So, again, controlling your calendar, that is your time. Like this, Just like that's my time. Time to reflect. Time to move my body. Time to make bacon and coffee or a matcha. Time to be still. Time to pray. Time to talk to my plants. You know I brought a new plant home, two new plants home in the last month. One is Imani and the other one is Stella. Um, time to do things that remind me that I matter. Because my mental health matters, and so does yours. And my physical health matters, and so does yours. And my spiritual health matters, and so does yours. And by the way, um, speaking of mental health, today is, what is it? Or October 10th, I should say, technically, is um, Mental Mental Health Day, Global Mental Health Day. So I'm glad that we're talking about this today because this is very important. So that was number two, number two control your calendar. Third thing that I will say, and this one's gonna be tricky, okay? Because it definitely flies in the face of productivity at work, and <laughs> well, you'll hear it when I tell you. Um, some of us ain't got this privilege, so I, like I said, your mileage may vary. So take this with a grain of salt, but I want to put this out there. Um, again, I'm stressing this one ain't for everybody, so please know your lane on this one. But two words: stop multitasking you are not a robot you are not an octopus with eight arms and eight hands um yes we know that beyonce has the same quote-unquote 24 hours everybody else but i don't feel like that's true like listen stop multitasking a lot of jobs what i am hearing from like ladies that i um coach or just in general a lot of jobs will just dump work on you and let someone let somebody go. Why? Because you're there and you're capable and you're doing all the things. They're like, oh, well, we can give her the work of three people because she'll just she'll just um, adapt. And many times, what happens is they will do that, but will you receive an increase in pay? Is there any, in a, 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 a bigger exchange of money happening here? A lot of times, no, or it's very small. So what's the point of that again? Multitasking and showing that you can do all the things and always being, you know, on top of everything, even though it burns you out, you get stressed, you get anxious, you feel sick, you feel you have headaches, you go home and you just, you just, you know what I mean? You're in a bad mood, you hate life. Like, what? what's the point again? Actually, I know we got to keep that good job. That's the point. And that's what it is for a lot of us. A lot of us don't even have a passion for the things that we do. And we have no passion in life, period. A lot of us, we just ain't feeling the thing that, that we're doing. We're just told that we better get a good job. So you just go and you find a job or two or three. You try to make ends meet. And you just let things just pile on. And you don't, you know, you try not to buck the system because it's like we, we all got to eat, right? But I, I can tell you, I got to the point that I was just so completely over just living this corporate lifestyle and doing corporate things. I just said, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not doing this anymore. Again, your mileage will vary on this, but spoiler alert, I struggled. A sister struggled. I I mentioned it a little earlier in the podcast, but it's like, it wasn't all peaches and cream for me, but that was a decision that I had to make for me. And there were, you know, pros and cons. There were pros and cons. So um, do what makes sense for you. But um, I just said, I'm not doing this multitasking running myself ragged trying to be the perfect employee like I, I just I don't I don't I, I just had to tap out. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. So yeah. But that's number three. The fourth one that I would say I think I have five y'all the fourth one that I would say is connect with yourself. Connect with the outside. Connect with other human beings. Like this is where life is. I just don't believe that life was meant to for us to just be productive by any means necessary especially like i it just like it doesn't make sense for me um and i feel like also we're in a place where technology has us hostage that's another reason why we like we're able to be more productive because technology just keeps advancing and that's a good thing and that's a great thing but it's also Not a good thing. So we're in a place where technology keeps advancing, advancing, advancing. We're able to be even more productive. We're able to multitask even more. It's like, where is the humanity? Where is our humanity going? I watched a movie. Um, Well, I was going to say we're in a place where technology has us hostage. And if you don't fall in line with living your life with, like, the newest iPhone or the latest buzz on social media or the hottest show on Hulu or whatever, like, you're a weirdo. You're the weirdo. OK, you're, you're the weirdo because you're not you're choosing to not do those things on a regular basis. Right. Um, and I know I just said, you know, the hottest show on, on Hulu. So this is going to sound contradictory. <laughs> but um speaking of, I was watching Netflix a little earlier and I watched this movie called Mr. Herringer's Phone. It had Donald Sutherland in it. You know, Kiefer Sutherland's um Daddy, I think I'm dating myself here, but hopefully not. Um, and anyway, good good movie, kind of weird, made you think. It was uh, based on a Stephen King story, if I'm not mistaken. And you know how they will take a 10-minute sto- short story and pull it into a whole movie. Um, that's what they did here. So I'm still t- thinking through what that whole movie was about. But my point is, they had this one scene where the um, the what's what's he called the the main character of the movie? this young boy he walks into the cafeteria at school. This is when the iPhones just came out, or yeah, I think so, or I think they were on like the iPhone three maybe or four <laughs> or something and um there was a scene where he walked into the cafeteria and literally every single person, every person except for him, was on their cell phone, like every single person and this was supposed to be back in like 2006 if I'm not mistaken or 2007 that is when that scene supposedly took place but every single person was on their cell phone every single one except for him so like I said modern tech it helps and it hinders it's it's honestly insane and I feel like with the increase of tech and it, 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 and we know this to be true. It comes at that that increase of disconnection and that's where we're going to have more emotional dysregulation. We're going to have more depression. We're going to have more anxiety. We're going to have more chronic illness. We're going to have more just all of these things that we we don't that we want to resist, but it's like we're doing we're we're we're, we're going to have that increase of tech that comes with that increase of disconnection while also somehow increasing our productivity and it's sad, like, we're no longer connecting the way our ancestors did, and I believe this, to, this is this is going to be our downfall, that's, that's what I feel could be completely wrong, but that's just where it seems like we're headed, and I feel like there's going to be a time, and maybe this is a little, me being a smartass, but I feel like there's going to be a time when our great, 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 great grandchildren um, they're not going to even go outside, they can do everything on their phone or they can have, you know, tech you know, hey Siri, bring me a smoothie, or whatever, you know what I'm saying, like um that would actually, actually that would be pretty cool. But in any case, um and y'all, my Siri came on, hold on. Um but there's gonna be a time when we stay indoors all day, thanks to technology. We're not gonna have to go outside for anything. And these kids ain't gonna even know what like a plant looks like or feels like in person because they only will have seen it on the screen. Again, I know I'm really just going way left, but you know, hopefully that's not the case, but that's just what I feel. That's what I feel. So anyway, going back to connecting with other people, um, I know that I've mentioned this before. We know that community care is connection, and we need that, right? Um, and one way that I am able to do this, or hopefully we will be able to do this, is, um, you know, we have to build our own communities, so there's this tiny but powerful network that I'm a part of, of ladies, that, and we're in the process of just building out a physical, not an online, but a physical community um, where we kind of live semi-off-the-grid and support each other. It's like, it's like a just kind of getting back to like a small village, countering that idea that productivity is equal to your value and importance. So this will be like a place where hustling grind like that ain't it. It will not be the norm, right? It's going to be a place where we allow ourselves to slow down for our healing, for our health, um, because it's a form of restorative justice, not because it will increase how much longer we can labor and produce and do all the things and, you know, feed the capitalism machine, which, honestly, (laughs) as much as I'm against it, we're all a part of it. We're all a part of it. We're like every single one of us. Especially those of us, the ones, I feel like the, those of us that are the most marginalized are the ones that need a way out of it the most, if that makes sense. But maybe that's a conversation for another time. So the fifth thing that I would say, and I think this is my final point, y'all, is um, I would say ask yourself, like, how can I be responsible for less? Yes, I am serious. I know that sounds crazy. But I'm serious. Like, ask yourself. Like, that's something that I'm <laughs> asking myself. Like, how can I be responsible for less? Okay, I'm gonna take a quick sip of water here. Mm. But yeah, ask yourself that. Like, how can I be responsible for less? And and sit with that. You know, and, and just listen and, and allow yourself to run wild with ideas. Right? Let them juices, them creative juices flow. So for me. One of the one of the reasons why I have turned to living a minimal ish lifestyle is because I don't wanna be responsible for washing eighteen plates, uh twenty nine forks and fifty eleven pots at the end of each day. Like because it's so easy to go into the cabinet and just pull out another. Oh this isn't clean. I'll just pull out another cup real quick. Oh, I drank water out of this cup earlier today, and it's upstairs, but I'm downstairs now. Let me just pull another cup out of the cup. Ca- you understand what I'm saying? It's just, it's more convenient. It's so easy. When I have more, I use more. Are you the same? So when I have more unnecessary stuff, I find that I'm responsible for tending to more unnecessary stuff. And I don't want to tend to all the things. Again, your mileage may vary on this one. Another choice for some people is to not have kids. I know that women that choose to not have children are a lot of times bullied and called selfish. That ain't what, listen, I'm here for whatever choice makes sense for you. Okay, so this is not, me saying this is not coming from a place of judgment. Like, I'm, I'm here for it. Um, and I'm glad that women are doing what makes sense for them. Okay, some people don't want the responsibility of being a parent, and and everything that goes along with it. Again, not my choice. I support that decision. I, I just I support women that choose to go a different route, or even have the desire to go a different route okay so that's another thing another option might be to hold off on making new bills okay that will make you responsible for less that's something that i wish like if i can go back in time and tell you know 25 year old brie or 30 year old brie or 35 year old brie or 40 year old brie hey girl (laughs) you don't need that and i'm gonna tell you why like if i could do that i would no new bills means not feeling extra pressure to be more productive to pay for these things months later because you know, I wasn't buying stuff cash. Again, hello, marginalized person here. Um, so I would purchase on credit. I had to have that feeling like I was valuable. So I was putting stuff on credit cards, buying this, buying that. Like, I wish I could go back in time and tell and, and gently gather myself up and be like, look, girl, <laughs> your value does not come from having all these things. Your value, your worth does not come from being able to buy. Listen, I have... Is Dooney & Burke still a thing? I think it is. I'm not even sure. I can't tell you when the last time is I bought a handbag. But I, in my closet, I have do old Dooney & Burks. I have... What's that brand called? I um, have... Michael Kors bags, and I'm not saying I have this high-end, you know, they're not Fendi bags or Prada bags or anything like that. I'm not saying that at all, but I'm saying, you know, these for me, expensive for me bags, I, would, I was just buying them. Like, and then if you go, well, back in the day, does QVC still exist? I think it does. Like, HSN, QVC, I don't have cable, y'all. So I just watch, like, stuff online, like Netflix, Hulu, Disney+. Plus. Amazon Prime video, I don't I don't have, I think I think that HSN and QVC are still a thing, anyway there was a time where you could buy stuff on FlexPay, so I was, I got I'm sure I've bought maybe like a purse or two and other things, on FlexPay where it's basically like you're using credit to buy, but it's not, does that make sense? Child, I cannot I cannot um so in any case ask yourself how can I be responsible for less maybe you'll come up with something maybe you won't but you know the thing is about how our brains are wired when you ask yourself a question you will work to find an answer and if you allow yourself space to just be even if you allow yourself space to be silly with it you know what I mean you don't have to necessarily come up with the one perfect answer that's going to solve, you know, in world hunger and solve the issues going on in, in, the, in the country. You know what I mean? But allow yourself that space just to think, explore, imagine, be creative, um, and ask yourself, how can I be responsible for less? Like if, if being unproductive in the way that I was talking about makes sense for you, then that is definitely a question that i would ask myself and and see what what things kind of come up for me and we all may have different responses because we're all living different situations but the point is no matter what just having that common goal of of black women like leaning into rest and and healing and and not you know burning out and not staying in hustle mode and not trying to make everything equal, just being productive and, and, and your worth or lack of worth. You know what I mean? Like that, that's the point of these things that I shared with you. That's it. Okay. Just exploring that topic, broaching that, that topic, bringing, bringing, excuse me, more conversation to the table. So I'm going to repeat those five things again really quickly, just in case you didn't have a chance to catch them. So the first thing that I mentioned is um, escape, sis. <laughs> Temporarily escape and give yourself some breathing room just to, you know, think. Dang, it's hard to even think, right, when you are just in, in hamster wheel mode, okay? So give yourself a, a way to escape for a little while. Um, the second thing is to in being unproductive that may help is controlling your calendar, Control your calendar, okay. Um, the third thing is, and again, this one is very tricky. Stop being so. Stop multitasking all the time. Stop multitasking all the time, okay. Um, the fourth thing that I would say is connect. Connect. Connect with yourself. Connect with God. Connect. Go outside. Connect with other people. Right. A lot of us are isolated, and. We're not able to. We're we're not connecting with life in such a way because we're caught up in technology and again being productive. We're so productive, in fact, that we're we're missing out on connections. Okay, so connect. Um, and then the last thing that I would suggest, again, ask yourself how can I be responsible for less? <laughs> I am so serious with that question. Um, so I'm gonna say it again. How can I be responsible for less? I'm serious. Like this. This is it for me. It's the less responsibility for me. Okay. I don't care how how small it may be, we all gotta start somewhere. Okay. But again, I, I really want you to ask yourself that and see what you come up with. See what makes sense for you. Explore that topic. Okay. So there you have it talking about unproductivity, why it makes sense for me how i am really starting to bow out of this whole system of <sighs> capitalism and and doing all the things um like i just i I'm, I'm just not about that life anymore i'm really not i'm not saying that i will eventually and always be a lady of of leisure where i just but no i i just don't want to do this and i haven't done it for a little while but i i'm like i'm just not about that life so I wanted to bring that conversation to you today. I hope that it was of some value to you. If so, I would love it, love it, love it. If you headed over to iTunes, uh, left a five-star review and rating on on iTunes, like I just mentioned before. Uh, If it makes sense and you feel like this episode blessed you, you are definitely uh, free to hit up my Cash App. This is something I really never really talk about, but you can. My cash app is Brown Girl Self Care. In case you felt like you wanted to bless me today, I definitely would not take up object. (laughs) I'm trying to figure out ways to to really just not shy away from being blessed. I've talked about that before, too. Um, and some of you really have, blessed me, a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever. Um, and I, I just want to say I appreciate that. I really do. So just want to put that out there. Um, but yeah, that's all I got, y'all. That, that's it. That's the whole episode. I know I went a little bit longer than I typically try to, but I felt like those are the things I needed to talk about for this specific episode. I really wanted to call the episode Productivity is a Whole Scam, but I'm not going to do that. But that's how I felt in my spirit. So (laughs) that's what I wanted to talk about today. So if you have any questions or comments, you can always email me at connect at browngirlselfcare.com. Again, that is connect at browngirlselfcare.com. Thank you so much for listening. Have a blessed week. And I look forward to um, talking with you on Monday.
1: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas?